What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we have a phenomenal coin toss that touches on Helen of Troy and fish breath, among other things. In honor of the Colts' brutal choke job on Monday night, Coin and I will each list our top five worst losses of all time, not necessarily sports-related. We'll give out picks in the bookie show, including hashtag teaser night football and Toto underdog picks. Lastly, I'll try to stump Coin in Stump Town. Let's do it. Oh, yes. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite pod, The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. Welcome, everybody, to The Rookie Show. I am one of your ho- hoists. I've done that several Hoist. times now. Yeah, you have. This is like it's the good. second time in get four in weeks. I get it. No, I understand. I'm one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me as per usual, Mr. 503. Mm-hmm. He's an angry Elvis. <laughs> A what up coin? What does he call it now? Bags or corn knoll? What up? No. Definitely still cornhole. Although I say bag nice. sarcastically for the Midwesterners nice. out here. I don't know if they pick you, up on it. Do you put some you put some stank on bags. it? Like, let's go toss some bags. Bags. Yeah. yeah. Bags. It's really annoying. Uh what mm-hmm. up, coin? How you doing? Hey man, not doing too bad. Just uh, hanging out. I had a decent football weekend. I ended up not losing that much mm-hmm. money gambling. It mm-hmm. could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, Falcons. Falcons won. That was big. Yeah. I did unfortunately have a brutal loss in a fantasy league where I was up by forty heading into Monday, and the guy was playing Lamar Jackson. So that was that was tough. That's ugly. I scored I think either the third or fourth most points in our league and lost. So that was that'll happen. Cool. That'll happen. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that, Coin. That's all right. Uh, oh, but I did survive my sli- my uh, loser pool, which was big. I think I would have rather won the loser pool and lost in my fantasy. I did have a smidgen of guilt because I didn't outwardly tell you not to pick the Giants, but I told you that I wouldn't have picked the Giants. So had the Colts won, I would have felt a little bad, but I also, you know, that was your choice. Was your I understand. Choice. It, was on my, it was on myself. I hey, you made it. You hit it, and then it was exciting. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, you. How are you doing, Noel? I'm doing good. I had a good fantasy weekend, exciting Monday night. I had, uh, but I did horrible on bets and the Washington football team. I think their season ended. Honestly, I, I, you know, ugly loss to the. You know Saints. what? Uh, you know what though, the Falcons, the Washington football team, and the Chiefs all two and three right now. That's true, and they all have the three worst defenses in the league. So, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot sense. of similarities between those teams. Similar quarterbacks, similar everything. Right, similar pedigree on quarterbacks. Matt Ryan <laughs> uh, will be working his magic against the Jets. <laughs> I was in that That's right. paragraph. That's right. Uh, okay, anyway, Beers Coin, what are you drinking this evening? I have for you, Noel, your favorite named beer from your bachelor weekend, oh. the Von Ebert Volatile Substance. Oh, sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. I will say, so it's just like the big silver aluminum can, and then it's got the label on it, but it's just this nice, deep forest green. I actually kind of like that it doesn't do too much. Yeah. The Von Ebert Simple. is just this wild boar, mm-hmm. and it says in like cursive Von Ebert on it, mm-hmm. and then it's just underlined, volatile substance, mm. which I like. It's, 
I do like the can. I would have expected uh, something different for the name, like a like a hazard sign or something like that. You know, mm, right? But right. It doesn't doesn't mean it had to be. You know, it's a good can and it's a true. good name. Maybe they don't match, but does that matter? Hmm, maybe not. No, no. Uh, and I will say, it's a good beer. So I'm enjoying it. It is a good beer. I had several of them in Portland. Glad to hear it. What are you drinking, Noel? I'm drinking beer number four from the Great Lakes Brewing Gimme Five Pack. Um, mm-hmm. Not a creative name. It is just called the Great Lakes IPA. Um, okay. It's not a, anything too special. It is a kind of overlooking, I believe it must be a lake. I don't know, maybe Lake yeah, Erie, perhaps. And there is a cardinal. Looks like mm-hmm. one of your like favorite that. birds. Um, shouts, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And some kind of stork or sandhill crane, yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's in the exactly water. right. And then a dock with a, the cabin in the background. Um, mm-hmm. The design is nothing special, but it's a good blue. There's just something about good colors, right? It's nice to look I at. Never seen, I never seen a blue can, so I drew the can blue. <laughs> that's exactly right. That must be what they were thinking. When it is a very p- pleasing blue. It's like a one I would want to grab on a nice summer day. That's exactly right. So, and the beer's mm-hmm. pretty good, i got to say. Not too bad. Pretty just yeah. your run-of-the-mill IPA. Just decent beer, decent beer weeks yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Uh, any any thoughts on beers for the weekend? Uh, yeah, so it was it was my birthday this past weekend. Ah. Turned 28. Ah. Uh, Noel remembered this year, I think for the first time in last three to five years you remembered it had nothing to do with the fact that you snapchatted me all your birthday presents and by the like fourth snapchat i was like oh those are birthday presents i should wish him happy birthday so but i thought hey, about making sure progress. i didn't send you anything just to see but that's all good i would have forgotten uh, <laughs> i know like I, I know you too i sat at home all day so uh but it was good i went Golfing with uh, the Faye Baller mm. and Graham and Joe on Saturday. Uh, we went out to Red Tail Golf Course, and I beat them. It was nice. Sick. And I won 20 bucks off Faye. Good win. And then um, on Friday night, I had a couple beers. Nikki made a charcuterie board. Um, remind me to circle back around to this okay. after the pot. I need we'll to talk do. to you about something. Uh, and then we went to the brand new Bond movie, No Time to Die. And I got to say... It is not often that I leave a movie just completely happy. This movie was so fucking good. I'm no so happy with it. I yeah. was this close to going by myself. This close, because Katie was out you of You should have gone. And now I wish I had. It was awesome. Okay. It was Well, either awesome. way, Katie will be pleased, because if I told her I went without her and it was awesome, she'd be all mad. So I'll, t- mm-hmm. I'll take Katie to the movie, but we will go see it. You should. Okay. That sounds like a nice little weekend. Um, it was a nice little. Weekend. I really, we had like a work happy hour on Friday. I got a little tuned up and went and had some sushi because basically when Katie's out of town, I just go get sushi because we never have it when she's around. Um, <laughs> but other than that, actually, now that I think about it, I worked all weekend and it kind of sucked. So Ew. yeah, exactly. Are you picking up the slack because that guy got shot? Shot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's, it just happened to be my weekend. I, okay. I haven't worked okay. a weekend since, like, before my wedding, so I really can't complain. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, so. Nice. So I got nothing else for beers. That's it. That's all right. So. Slow beers week. It is time for another round of the coin toss. So coin. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I always forget to leave room for your sound effects. <laughs> um, I like I like comparing it to the actual coin flip sound, too. That's nice. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's pretty much the same. It's hard for me to tell. In the it part, is. Obviously. I can't usually tell which is the real one. Um, coin, why don't you 
Well, I guess I have to go first because I'm five. Yeah, you do. Okay, you do. I will go ahead and toss something to you, coin. Toss it my way. Toss the coin. Okay, I got it. Week number five. So we're going to roll with the number five, right? Mm-hmm. All right, roll, stay with me here. This could get a little confusing here. I'm just going to throw a lot of fives at you, basically. All right, the year 555 BC. It was a sad year because it marked the death of Greek lyric poet. Poet, excuse poet? me. <laughs> I'm, my pronunciation on this pod is going to be bad. Poet Stesichorus. I'm sure you've heard of him. Okay. Stesichorus is a notable historical figure for a number of reasons. Not the least of which is that he claimed that he went blind after writing insults about Helen of Troy, and then after he turned around and wrote nice things about Helen of Troy, his blindness was cured. Mm, he claims that that happened to him. Nobody's disputed. Sounds like this guy, this guy should get a job working for like Trump or something. Like hey, if he says it's bad things about Mr. Trump, like, you're going to go blind. You will go blind. It happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, many artists had a hard time depicting Helen of Troy. But a painter by the name of Zeuxis figured out how. He found the five hottest virgins in the area and combined their best features into one painting. This is true. Local virgins in the area. There's another five for you. (laughs) Wanting to meet. And then here's a clip from that Wikipedia page, which I really liked. One ancient Greek writer described Helen as such. She was beautiful, ingenious, and charming. Her legs were the best. (laughs) Her mouth, the cutest. Oh, cute so, mouth. I don't so know where the translation came in there, but her legs were the best. It was really funny. All right. Was she talking to me? No. All right, moving on. Helen of Troy, since we're on to her now, was the catalyst for the legendary Trojan War when Prince Paris snuck her onto the boat, despite the fact that she was married to the king of Sparta. This, of mm-hmm. course, is according to the hit movie Troy, starring Brad Pitt and Orlando Bloom. Right. So, in the year 2005, Troy was nominated for five Teen Choice Awards. (laughs) This, of course, was the same year that another Trojan by the name of Reggie Bush, Bush. while wearing the number five, won the Heisman Trophy. This tied USC with Notre Dame for the most Heisman Trophy winners of all time. The following year, Troy Smith won the Heisman for The Ohio State University which brought the Buckeyes up into a three-way tie for the most Heismans of any school ever. With five? No, seven, sadly. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I tried to work five into that one. Sticking on Ohio State now, perhaps the greatest Ohio State University athlete of all time, Jack Nicklaus, who many consider to be the best golfer of all time, the non-Tiger stands. Nicklaus, Mm -hmm. here we go, is the only golfer in history to win the Masters more than five times. He won his fifth green jacket on April 13th, 1975. That very same day in Munich, Bavaria, a young man by the name of David Balamezzi was born. After a trip to Miami as a teenager, David opted to pursue a career in music, and in 1999, under his stage name, Lou Bega, would release... One of the greatest songs of all time, Mambo Number Five. Thank you. <laughs> that was so much better than I could have possibly imagined. Uh, oh my god! 
Uh, I spent the majority of the preparation of this podcast doing that, so I don't know what the rest of the podcast. I imagine you knew you were going with Mambo Number no. Five the entire yeah. way. I started at the bottom <laughs> with Mambo Number no. Five. Somehow came to realize um, that there was a connection. Oh, that I looked up what happened the day that Lou Bega was had was born, and it showed me Jack Nicholas won his fifth Masters. So I just went from there, and then I went to the. I was like, let's go way in the past and try to connect them somehow. So there you go. That is absolutely incredible. <laughs> well done, Thank Noel. You. One of the best I have seen. Thank this you. is, I think, should definitely be our template moving forward. It's okay. always just some kind of misdirection. Okay, we'll strive for greatness there. I didn't quite go that way this time, okay. but that was fucking good. Thank you. Well done, Noel. Uh, all right. Now, Noel, let me toss something to you. Okay, coin. Toss it to me. <laughs> I don't even think people get it yet. No, I don't think they um, do all right, Noel, the number six is considered by mathematicians to be the first perfect number. A perfect number is when all of the numbers divisors, excluding itself, add up, or the sum adds up to the, the number itself. So one, two, and three all equal six. Mm, one, okay. two, three plus six divided by, itself, by sure. two equals six. The ancient Greeks recognized four perfect numbers, six, 28, 496, and 8,128. Whoa. Other fun facts with six, uh, Braille is made up of six dots, each combo of raised dots representing a different letter, comma, or period, and the number sign. Used to show numbers are coming because zero through nine have the same exact pattern as the first ten letters of the alphabet. The first miracle of Jesus was to turn six jars of water into wine, and St. Augustine himself said six is, the perfect, is, an, is number perfect in itself, not because God created all things in six days, Rather, the convert is true. God created all things in six days because the number is perfect. Interesting. Isn't six the devil's mm-hmm. number? No. Right? Oh, we're getting there. Right? Oh, maybe not. Oh, we're just, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, it's no, food not. for that. But I, okay. I, I thought the same thing because I was going to go the opposite direction. Oh, ah, okay. Um, but, I mean, it could be one of those things where, you know, like, the sign of the devil is also the cross turned on its head. So, like, taking the perfect number with, when God created six, the world in six days, you kind of just make it. Right. Makes it his own. Okay. Makes sense. I'm more interested, however, in what Norse mythology has to say about the number six. Oh. And specifically, the six items of Gleipnir. <laughs> Gleipnir was the name of the quote-unquote super strong leash used to hold the dreadful Fenrir the wolf. The Fenrir wolf was one of the monstrous children of the chick- trickster god Loki. The dwarfs had made this extraordinary leash... Uh, and the Fenrir wolf only agreed to try the leash on if Tyr, the dwarf, agreed to put his hand in its mouth. Unsurprisingly, the wolf bit off the right hand of the god Tyr. Tyr gave his name to Tuesday, and but that is like all just unnecessary information. <laughs> okay. Gleipnir consisted of six items. Okay. <laughs> the six items that constituted... Uh, how did they even name it? Gleip- yeah, the six items that constitute Gleipnir are... One, the sound of a cat walking. Two, the beard of a woman. Three, the roots of a mountain. Four, the sinews of a bear. Five, the breath of a fish. And six, the spit of a bird. The Vikings explained that Gleipnir was the reason these six items no longer existed. Uh. (laughs) The reason for leashing the Fenrir wolf will not break loose from 
Gleipnir before Ragnarok, which is the end of the world. At the end of Ragnarok, the Fenrir Wolf, the legacy, or the prophecy says that he will kill Odin. So that the reason that birds do not spit, fish do not breathe, mountains don't have roots, and women don't have beards, cats don't make sounds when they're walking, and bears have very short um, ligaments between their bones, is because they needed a leash to tie up a wolf. <laughs> So that he wouldn't kill their god. I always wondered, like, why would those things <laughs> didn't exist? And it makes so much sense now. It's just perfectly right. clear. Yeah, I mean, just being practical like that <laughs> right. was exactly what I would have used as well. Uh, <laughs> it seems like, you know, that, that scene in um, Guardians of the Galaxy? He's like, and I need that guy's leg. Yeah. <laughs> like, just points... <laughs> I'm thinking, like, basically, that leash did for cats what kitten mittens did for cats. <laughs> <laughs> Is your cat too noisy when he walks Constantly around? Constantly <laughs> stomping around. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I think my favorite part of that is just the word Gleipnir. <laughs> Gleipnir is fantastic. Really I mean, that's what immediately drew me in as well. Uh, that was a just phenomenal learning experience, and I appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> the research, Glenn. Of course not. Okay, that has been the coin toss. <laughs> that one hurt. I got bit. my throat right okay. there. Yeah. All right, coin. First segment after the coin toss. Um, I forget where this came from. Just I was watching. We were watching the Monday night game between you know the Ravens and the okay. Colts, and I was thinking, being up twenty-two to three in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. certainly nobody's been down by more and come back, <laughs> come back further than that. Uh, but just that's a tough loss, you mm-hmm. know, just a tough loss in general. And I was trying to think of what, what other tough losses mm. have we seen? So that's right. So basically, and it doesn't necessarily have to be sports or football, but um, we're just going to no. give our list of five of the worst losses that we can think of. Yep. That's yep. it. Are we alternating? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll take my first one. My number one worst loss of all time is going to be England in the Revolutionary War. Um, mm. That had to have been, like, the biggest upset of all time. Like, they had, like, the most advanced and skilled, like, Navy and Army in the entire Western world, and we were just a bunch of, like, hicks trying to colonize the the Indies. So uh, I don't think anyone thought we stood a chance until, like, basically just have your, I don't know, subordinates go over... And then beat you in your own war. I feel like that would be mm-hmm. pretty demoralizing. So the Brits I really agree. got roasted. The American comeback is just not fathomable. I don't really understand how we won. No. It makes no fucking sense. Doesn't at all. Like, we've talked about this before. I think we tried to put odds on it. Didn't we say that the Brits would have been like, what, minus 1,400 favorites or something like at that? At least. Yeah, at least. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. So I guess um, that's just in the sense, if we're going like broad what's the worst type of loss losing as a massive massive favorite is pretty pretty rough yeah i think that's that's the direction i went with most of mine okay got it got it so okay. that you'll see a common common pattern here. okay good uh my number five is going to be uh the monsters losing in space jam mm, yeah the monsters were actually up 66 to 18 at half wow. um and then the tunes uncorked a 
48 to 2 run in the second half to pull what? off the victory. Holy yeah. shit. So they only scored two in the second half, the Monsters? They scored two points. So this team of, like, the Monsters, I don't know if people know, is a play on the word monster. And these guys are, like, 14 feet tall and literally just putting, like, placing the ball into the hoop. Mm. I don't really understand how you just score two second half points. It's just. Uh, against just, just Michael Jordan and fucking Porky the Pig. Like, what what are we doing here? It was just the ultimate choke job. It doesn't get worse. Yeah, big time, yeah. big time. Okay. So you're going you're going bottom up. I'm going. That's fine. Actually, I don't even have them really in order after this. I just wanted to state that Revolutionary War was first. So next one that's I've fair. got on the list, which is the oh, this sorry, is, I didn't hear you say worst first. No, it doesn't matter what order we do it. Uh, I'm gonna go as a fan. The worst loss is for Steve Bartman. So. Literally, you go to a game, <laughs> and you go to a game to cheer on your favorite team, and you're just a fan in the crowd, and then after the game, the team, who definitely didn't know you existed before the game, now blame you for the loss, and probably the loss of the entire season, and then everyone in the entire city just has disdain for you forever. That's a pretty brutal mm. loss as a fan. Tough, tough loss. It's tough loss. To, uh, I mean, having your team lose out of the playoffs, one thing. Second thing for after that happening, they hate you for it, and mm-hmm. you're like, like, what if, what if after something we'll talk about in a minute, the Falcons lose the Super Bowl, and they're just like, we fucking hate Elvis, <laughs> like this is his fault. <laughs> like I would just be like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> is that because you bet on them that that's why they lost? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Believe me, the thought crossed my it, mind. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Like having bet on overtime in that Super Bowl being my downfall. It could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Big big karma guy. Yeah, me too. All right, what else? That's a good pick, Noel. Thank you. Uh, next pick for me, number four, is going to be the Huns in the Disney animated flick Mulan. Mm. Uh, I feel like as far as savage armies go, I get that they're kind of untrained and they're just kind of wild beast-like people. But, I mean, just a massive army who hadn't really been remotely stopped up to that point. And then you're going to go up against, not to be crass, some chick. Like, <laughs> she's just kind of, like, figures out how to be a soldier. Overnight figures out how to be really strong and crafty. Like, I, I don't know about that one, Chief. It's basically um, her training was over the course of one song slash montage. Yeah, yeah. It's just not enough. Not not enough. And the song's called Be a Man? Like, <laughs> she could never be a man. I mean, I guess she could today, but... Right. Mulan <laughs> right. identified as a man. That right. movie wouldn't even exist now because she'd just say, I'm a man, and they say, okay. That's it. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it reminds me of my one of my new favorite memes, the uh, Mulan one, where he's like, you mean to tell me you were a chick the whole time, not some soldier fanboy twink? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Uh, I, I definitely oh, said maybe it did. Oh, yeah, okay. Sounds familiar. All right. Good one. I'll, I'll reset good it. Good pick. Good pick. Okay. All right, uh, my next one uh, for a player. wasn't sure if you might have this one. Um, J.R. Smith losing game one of the finals in 2018 because he forgot the score and didn't shoot. That's a pretty tough mm. loss when you basically get potentially the greatest playoff performance of all time by one of your teammates against potentially the greatest team of all time, and you blow the game and send it to overtime. That's yeah. a tough way to lose. Yeah. JR, tough look, my guy. I mean, arguably, I mean, not even arguably, 
I think that was the best team of all time. Mm. Yeah. Just like it was. Prime Curry, Prime KD, Prime Clay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not really many ways around. They it. probably lose in like six if six? it doesn't happen. Yeah. But at least it's a series and not a sweep. Right. Um, Jr. Though shouts for his golf career. Shouts out. Whatever school he's awesome. at. Awesome. Pretty pretty great performance. North Carolina A and T. The Aggies. Nice. I saw some. Good Which shots. I'm kind of confident is the other school in drumline that they go against oh could be yeah mm-hmm. what's the what is the school in drumline atlanta a&t okay gotcha these are just do you know what the a&t stands for agriculture ass and titties i don't know what is it yes it is <laughs> ass and t- no you were right there it's it's ag and technology yeah and technology okay i thought yeah. of ass and titties mid-sentence so i had to say it mm-hmm. all right <laughs> what else you got all right, next for me, Noel, short and sweet. Uh, the Falcons Super Bowl loss is mm. the worst loss of my lifetime. I yeah. hope that I never experienced like anything like that again. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah, that's brutal. You, yeah, I mean, we <laughs> there's probably not a game we've talked about more on the pod, so we can probably know. leave it at that. It's really sad. It's kind of yeah, a part of you. It's kind of a part of you. you it really, I mean, it's shaped who I am to this day as a person. <laughs> Real turning point in my life. Uh, I w- it also ruined my that game ruined my Larry Fitzgerald jersey. So I really have this. <laughs> That's right because you put Jones over the. Back. <laughs> I taped Jones over the back and it left sticky residue all over it. Mm. Uh, all right, so equally bad for both of us, I'd say. Yep. All right, my next one is. Uh, School of Rock losing to no vacancy in the Battle of the Bands. Really tough. Uh, Also, probably the second most referenced thing to the Falcon Super Bowl on our pod is School of Rock, but we're going to keep it rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we'll do a rankings of things we mention the most on the pod. That's not a bad (laughs) idea. Grievous Vasquez might be on there, too. Um, So, no vacancy. I mean, School of Rock clearly got the, the... the crowd behind him and clearly outperformed him. And as Jack Black put mm-hmm. it, it's just a beauty contest. It's total bullshit. So, uh, but they yeah. did get the encore. But either way, just brutal when clearly, you know, there's just a clear winner. And then whatever the judges decide is just wrong. So, sad. Totally agree. Once you get the encore from the crowd, I feel like the crowd should disguise. I mean, why, why wasn't there any kind of a noiseometer like in Guitar Hero, you know? There needs to be a noiseometer. There should yeah. be. There needs to be. Uh huh. Uh huh. Needs to be. Up the technology at Battle of the Bands. The K-R-O-K Battle of the Bands. Like it. Is that K-R-O-K the radio station? station, yeah. Nice. K-Rock. No, no. It's W-R-O-K. It's W-R-O-K. Oh, like rock. Like Like rock. 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 I kind of wish rock was spelled with a W regardless. I want to rock. Wow. Anyways. Good pick, Noel. I love it. Uh, I will also be going movie next. I'm actually going to go move from the next two, but next one. Uh, the Thanos snap getting undone by the Avengers. Like, oh. Thanos just clearly way more powerful than anybody else. Huge lead, gets the snap. Kind of feels like the Avengers cheated going back in time. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't know about that one. Like, we just going to skirt around this part of it and then he still almost wins like you had to cheat and you barely won that's kind of sus pretty in my opinion sus and chance but okay yeah yeah uh that is a brutal loss like that's the thing about comic book movies and comic books i guess is that it seems like there should be characters that are just like on a different plane of other characters but it's just not like why is captain america able to like 
throw punches with Thanos and the Hulk. Like, come on. I'm supposed to just believe, like, that's, it's like when coaches are like, you just gotta want it more. I'm like, I can want it as much as I want to. I am not gonna meet Derrick Henry in the hole and stop him. It's it, not a it possible It doesn't thing work to that happen. way. Like, no. are we realize, we realize that Thor is literally a god. Like, a god. God. Like, he's a god. god. He can fly. But he and just, he has like, power over lightning. Gets, and we're just like, yeah, he struggles with this guy who's just kind of strong. It's just, he gets in punching battles with a, a good soldier. Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Silly. Yeah, tough one for Thanos. Is it Thanos or Thanos? How do you say it? Thanos. Thanos, okay, good. All right, my last one, and this is what I consider the most disappointing loss on, um, okay. on, the, on the list, and that is Jonah Hill's weight um, because he was the funny fat guy, very, very funny as a fat guy. Great. And point. then he lost yeah. it all, and so mm-hmm. I was quite disappointed in it. I'm sure he felt good right. about it. And he's still a pretty funny guy, but come on. And then he went back big to do Moneyball, and he uh, was nominated for Academy Awards. So just goes to show, you, you got to stay big. Don't lose that weight, Jonah. Listen, don't, don't just go losing weight. You can't just do that. I expect you to see you a certain way. So Jonah, if you aren't fat, do you get that role in Accepted, asking about your wiener? No, you don't. And then Ask your career doesn't take my off. Wiener. Super bad. If you're not fat, you're not playing Seth. Sorry. So you yeah, exactly. owe your career to being fat. So just keep the weight. It's a good thing that you your mom forced you to clean your plate as a kid. Don't blame yeah. her. It's not her fault. <laughs> it's not her fault. Uh, good pick, Noel. Thanks. I love that. Uh, next for me, which is, I think, the most absurd loss in cinema history. Okay. It's Luke Skywalker firing that bullshit shot into the Death Star mm. at the end of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. He's just all of a sudden an incredible pilot and sharpshooter, and he hits this miracle shot into a vent while being chased. The Sith, the Sith was like minus one million at that point. It was an absurd line. Yeah, all time. Like, it's a Death Star. That's what they're, and you're flying these little tiny drones, and they have cannons everywhere. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna fly around them actually. And then, with my mind, bend this laser down this vent? No. This is not how it works. You're calling bullshit on George Lucas? I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. <sighs> just an impossible loss for the Death Star. And one you just don't recover from. Although you yeah. kind of do, and they make like five more movies. But you kind of, Right, they do kind of recover. I guess you, they just keep coming back. And I mean, like they're, they're destroying planets. Like, those planets aren't there anymore. Right. I get that, but... Feels like it should have been a pretty clean sweep across mm. the galaxy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Okay. Tough loss. Tough loss. Brutal. Uh, sorry to hear it. Okay, that's all I got. You got any on Menchies? No, on Menchies for me. This okay. Time. Those are the top 10 worst losses that we could think of. Worst losses ever. Yep. All right, Coin. It is time for week six of the Bookie Show. Right. We'll go over the, the standings show. really quickly. Coin with a commanding lead. Coin went two and three last week, but his one of his wins was a massive, huge odds prop bet. So he is fifteen and ten on the year, whopping three hundred and seven dollars over. Let's go, uh, Noel. Quietly one and four last week. Uh, nice little <laughs> record of ten and fifteen, and a profit of. Minus $85. So let's just point okay. out that if you're betting all of our bets, you're up a couple hundred bucks. That's right. That's right. 
All right, uh, we'll roll into hashtag teaser night football for the week. We are two and three on the year as a, as a squad. An zero and two. Okay. Had a nice two game win streak. And then last week mm-hmm. was was not good. The Rams Seattle no. game. It was probably the weirdest game of the year though. So let's throw that out the Very window. Strange Very game. strange game. Yeah. All right. This week we got Tampa Bay Bucks going to Philly. They are seven point favorites. Over under is fifty two and a half. Coin. What do you like? No, I feel like the play is just definitely Bucks minus one over forty six and a half. Uh, feels like the Eagles are actually a very very good backdoor cover team. I feel like every time I turn on Red Zone, I always see Jalen Hurts scoring last four minutes touchdowns. Like especially by fantasy points, I always see going to the fourth quarter. Hurts probably has like eight, and then he's just going to have a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. It's just what always happens. I don't know if this is good or bad, but this is definitely our first like immediate unanimous pick. Uh, I I'm not betting against the Bucks against Jalen Hurts. That's not gonna happen. No. Tom Brady just had like arguably the best game of his career last week, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. Oh, also in my that fantasy game I was playing against Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson, so that was cool. He got 82 points out of his quarterbacks. <laughs> That's absurd. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> the, uh, the I had I, was playing I had Josh that, like, Allen and I had the third best quarterback in that my, my game. <laughs> Uh, the team I was playing against in that format scored a total of 67 points, so that's good. <laughs> All right. Jesus. We are going to go with Bucks minus one over 46 and a half. Um, yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. All right, first pick of the week for you, Coin. What you got? First pick of the week for me. I'm going to go to another teaser. Okay. Uh, I'm probably stealing your thunder a little bit here. I'm sure you'll take the same thing, but I will be taking Chiefs. And Washington football team, over 49.5. I'll let you give the stat breakdown on that. I'll be taking Cardinals and Browns, over 43.5. And I'll be taking Bengals and Lions as my sneaky, over 41.5. I just... Mm. Lions just feel like they're kind of do. They want it bad. I feel like they actually respect their coach. They try hard every game. Um, And the Bengals just lost a tough one. And the reason I'm not picking that game is I just kind of think that they're going to try to come out and smash something like Bengals put up 30, like, I think Lions score 20. Okay. Uh, just as you listed them, as I'm thinking about them, I like them all. Um, the Browns are thought of, I think, by some people as this defensive running team, but they also just put up 42 points last week. Like, they can score points. They can run and they score They put up 42, points. and then they just gave up 47. So. They did. Although, before that, their defense was, like, best in the league. They are giving up, like, 10 points a game, so... Yeah. We'll see. But yes, I actually like all of those. I will make my first pick. I'm just going to do it over 55 and a half Chiefs in Washington. An absurd line. It's huge. Love it. But as I pointed out to you, uh, Washington in the the totals in the five Washington games is at an average of 55.6 on the year. So literally on average, you're hitting slightly over this line. Kansas, that's third in the league. Kansas City, 63.4 on average is the score in their games. 63.4. How absurd oh is that? Oh, my God. These defenses, and maybe Washington one day is going to turn around and figure it out. I'm not going to bet it's against the Chiefs. So no, my guess so is both of these teams could absolutely and probably will score 30. I don't know, Maybe Washington scores 28, but... Washington's like sneakily like 12th in the league in points per game. Like they're putting up points. Mm-hmm. Their defense just sucks. And Kansas City, even though they've been turning the ball over, I think I saw a stat that they're like points per drive is the best of any team ever. 
through five games. It's like still? they either score a touchdown or throw a pick. Like that's uh, yeah, still through five games, even after Jesus this last Christ. game. It's like three point three points per drive. So um, these teams are going to score, and if they don't, then I'm an idiot. So we'll see. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I I'd rather uh, bet it until it's wrong. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I like teasing it down too. So all right, what yeah. else you got? Okay. Next one, Noel, uh, going back to the well on this one, Cowboys minus four over the Patriots. Mm. Uh, I know that last week you were just, your underdog pick, your Toto pick, excuse me, was Mm -hmm. the Giants minus plus seven, I believe. Not good at all. And I told you, I think that the Cowboys, I'm sorry, are just good. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like what I've seen out of this Patriots team. I don't think Mac Jones is that good. No. I understand that Belichick is a good schemer, and so there's some potential for an upset here in New England, and I wouldn't be that shocked to see them lose by, like, three, but mm, I think it's going to go the other way. Yeah, I think that's the right pick. Um, Dallas looks legit. Um, I do have to make some excuses in the fact that every single player on the Giants got hurt in the first half. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a close game in the first half, Uh, but Mm -hmm. I digress. It It was a bad pick. Okay, my second pick. I think I can't decide if you're going to hate it or not. There's a weary, very weird line this week. The Colts are nine and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans. The Colts are one and four, and they are nine and a half point favorites. Mind you, the Chiefs are only favored by seven over Washington. So my initial gut is like Houston just about beat New England last week. They've been kind of, they had that horrible Davis Mills game, but he looked good last week. They're kind of frisky. Like, this is way too many points. I'm going the other way. I think Vegas is trying to get us to bite on Houston. I think the Colts, the Colts actually looked pretty good for three quarters against Baltimore, and then Lamar happened. So I'm going to go ahead and take Colts minus nine and a half. Just, it's just too fishy. Vegas wants us to take the points. I'm not taking the points. I love it. Okay. I love this pick. Um, Last week was such a classic Carson Wentz game, yeah. or last night, I guess. Yeah. It was very, like, in the first half of that game, you're like, this guy is like a Pro Bowl quarterback, right? Yeah. And you're watching him, and he's doing everything. He's outside the pocket. He's strong as fuck. He's huge. And then all of a sudden, you're like, why isn't this offense doing anything? But I guess it wasn't even that, because they weren't really being stopped. No. Not really. Well, it just so happened that they couldn't stop the Ravens. No. And, and they had a field goal. Blo- they missed a field goal in the first half. They had one blocked in the second half, and then they missed the game winner. Which, by the way, the 30-second drive that Carson got him in a field goal range, he looked great. Um, granted, mm-hmm. there was a horrible penalty by that Baltimore dude that I wanted to kill. Uh, Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Almost saved you in fantasy, but actually, uh, anyway. Yeah, so Wentz, he can do some stuff if he's mm-hmm. if he lets go of the ball. Doesn't take sacks. Yeah, okay. I like this pick, actually. Okay. I think that there's a few where you're like, because that was one of the ones I was considering for Toto, and I was like, I don't know. I This game could easily be a 20-point Colts win, and I wouldn't be shocked at all. And I wouldn't be that shocked if Houston wins outright. You know I mean? No, like, it's not right. a bad Toto pick. It's AFC South, you know. But there we go. Yeah. Uh, good pick, Noel. All right, my next one, I will be going back to my props. I have on the Oregon scoreboard app a Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield over <coughs> Four and a half combined passing and rushing touchdowns. Yes, is plus one twenty-five. Wow. Yeah, that seems like easy money, right? For sure. Yeah, I already bet it. <laughs> so that means you can't put more on it for me. 
Yeah, I can. Uh, I, I can, can get Joe to do it though. I can maybe find it. All right, we'll talk about it. If you can't I find it, I can. I can. I can get. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That feels I like easy I money. Didn't think about that until. Yeah. Plus odds totally on agree. that. Oof. Plus odds. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm also doing a prop. I'm following your lead here. This one's a gut feeling. I'm gonna go with Derek Carr over on pass yards. Um, he last week his the over under was like two seventy five ish. Um, mm-hmm. The first three weeks of the season, Derek Carr was averaging over 400 yards per game. Uh, mm-hmm. The last two weeks, he averaged 200 yards per game. So it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde scenario with Derek Carr. This all ties back to the Gruden thing. So last week, the only bet that I made that one was Titans minus four, and that was because I thought Urban Meyer's team would be a train wreck, and they were. That was my only good bet. I think the Raiders are kind of the opposite in that they have some veteran dudes. Carr's been around. Carr can rally the team over this adversity. I think he's going to go out and sling some rocks and uh, and put up some big numbers. It's against Denver, who's got a pretty decent defense. Um, but I just think I, I I wanted to ride the Raiders after their first their hot first three games, and they've looked like absolute trash. But I think that talent's still lurking in there, so I'm going to take his mm-hmm. yards. No, I uh, I actually really like this pick a lot. I know the Broncos' defense gets touted a bit for being like pretty stellar I, again they haven't really played anybody that good right uh they held lamar somewhat in check but i mean i lamar did just pass for 400 whatever yards but eh, eh. i mean yeah every once in a while every once in a while blind squirrel finds a nut. yeah exactly uh no i like this pick okay thanks all right now it is time for this week's toto picks with the wizards of odds Kansas anymore. We're off to see the Wizards, the wonderful Wizards of Oz. That's right. Coin, unfortunately, with his first loss of the year, still, yeah. still strong at four and one straight up and against the spread. I am Oz, the great and powerful. I, uh, the other two picks I did give out that could have been my possibilities did both, in fact, win though. Yes, that's right. If you I gave back, out Eagles over Panthers, and I gave out Bills over Chiefs as my honorable mention. If you just all the underdog bets that you've mentioned on the pod, if you just bet like all of them, <laughs> yeah, you've made massive amounts of money. Yeah, um, I also lost. I had uh, you had the Niners, which who they hung in they there. They had a shot. Yeah, they, they had, a, had shot. a shot. They had a shot. Uh, I had the Giants, which we've already talked about. So it's three to one. You're up. Uh, I'm one and four straight up after winning the first round, four straight losses, two and three against the spread. Mm-hmm. It is my pick first because you stole the Niners from me last week. I was going to take. I it. did. I can see that you're already taking my pick, so that's going to bother me. I'm going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. Is that your pick? Sure is, Noel. Well, I'm curious to know what your second pick is because I was very close to another game, but. Uh, for all the reasons we just talked about, I think Carr rallies his team and they get the win over Denver, who hasn't beat anybody good. Yeah, so uh, Raiders are plus 160 on the money line. I actually really like this pick. Uh, I'm going to check the other lines just really quick, but I think I know who I'm going to go with. Okay. I will um, say... I think you're going to hate it. I think you're going to hate it. Okay, then it's not the pick I was going to go with. because the, the, My next choice which I could potentially even... I, I consider taking because I'm really just trying to get a win under my belt. It feels like it's not even much of an underdog. It would be the Panthers plus one against Minnesota. I saw that one, too. Uh, I considered it. 
I, you never know with these Vikings, man. I just I know. It's so hard to bet on. They are. They are. I feel like they should be like my ultimate stay away team because they've they've worked me a couple times this year. I considered the Lions, uh, who I actually don't hate. If you bet the points, I don't mind that at all. But I think what I'm going to do is I will be taking the Jacksonville Jaguars in London over the Miami Dolphins. Okay, okay. Plus 155. Jags, London's home team. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing is, from their home crowd. Yeah, is Tua playing? Or nope. Is you sure? I don't think so. I they no said idea. today that he, like... Maybe what I thought. Either way, doesn't really matter. He hasn't been practicing. Um, no, I don't hate it. I mean, these teams that every year look like... He is playing Sunday. Okay, either way. It, it, these teams every year look like this team is so bad, they will not win in one game. They always win a game. You just got to find out which one. Last year, they, remember the Jets beat the Rams last year? And they were like 0-12. Yep. It was like, how did that happen? Um, yeah. yeah, no, I don't hate it. What's the line, sorry? Three? Okay. Three and, a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Plus one fifty-five. Okay. Miami stinks. What happened? I thought Miami's they might be good. okay. I thought their defense was good, but it's not. Yeah. Same. All right. That has been week six of the Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. Uh. All right. What time is it now? Then. It is ten thirty-three. Sounds like it might be time for a little bit of drinking. Ding, foo, stoop, ding. Brought to you by the shitty show with Kobe Smith. That's right, everybody. It is time for Stump Town, where I will try to stump Elvis with some trivia. I wonder if there's ever, like, new listeners that have no clue, like, what this is. So maybe I throw in a little explanation of what the hell we're talking Mm -hmm. about. It's a trivia thing. It's, It's just a trivia thing. It's just trivia. It's trivia. All right. Last night's Ravens-Colts game was one for the ages, <laughs> as, we, as we've talked about. Unbelievable comeback, highlighted by huge individual performances on both sides. Huge. Marquise Brown, 125 yards and two tugs. Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. 179 yards and two tugs. Lamar Jackson had an absurd 506 total yards and four touchdowns. Whoa. <laughs> but perhaps the most impressive showing was by tight end Mark Andrews. He had 11 catches, 147 yards, two touchdowns, and two two two-point conversion catches. This performance gave Mark Andrews 30.7 fantasy points. Non-PPR, of course. Shad's non-PPR. Right. Unfortunately, he was two points shy of cracking the top 10 for fantasy points scored in a game by a tight end. Mm. This may be hard, but it may be not. So I need you to name three... Of the top ten single game tight end, just the just the guys, single game tight end fantasy performances, you'll get three strikes as usual. If you don't get it, I'm gonna give you a bonus question to still get stumped down. Correct. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Noel. I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Sorry, let me get to this list here. <clears throat> um, tight ends. Here we go. Unfortunately, no coin. Travis Kelsey never never hit the thirty two point five mark needed to. Wow. Yeah, he's just wow. the consistent twenty pointer, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I need to go with my guy, but I actually am gonna need help with his name because I'm completely blanking. Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Sadly, no. Tony Gonzalez. What? Not on the list. Not on the list. 
But keep guessing the guys that you'd expect. There are two guys you just think, you know. Have to be on the list? Yeah, have to be on the list, yeah. Okay. I would think so, anyway. Antonio Gates. Correct. Antonio oh, Gates. Thank God. Yes, that's one of the guys. So, uh, 2005, he had 10 catches, 145 yards, and three tugs. So, he's, yeah, he's number Ooh. 10 on the list. <clears throat> Holy shit. <laughs> is it is it Algie Crumpler? Because that would be awesome. No, don't guess Algie Crumpler. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to guess Algie Crumpler. I, I do want to guess Vernon Davis, though, by chance. No, I'm afraid not. Vernon Davis is not on the list. I'll give you one more guess on the tight ends before Thank I Thank you. I appreciate list. it. Yeah. All right. Let me think for a sec. Okay. Oh, Rob Gronkowski? Yes, that is the other guy you should get. He's Thank you. just okay. sadly only eighth on the list. He had nine catches for 149 and three tugs in 2014. So I'm just thinking of longevity with like a really good quarterback that I want to guess Dallas Clark. I'm telling you right now, there's no one else on the list that played really while we were football fans, but it's guys that you might know their names. Oh, so like none of these are like in the last 15 years? No. Ten years? The most recent one that's left was O two. Oh, what's his uh what's his dad's name? I guess they have the same name. I'm just blanking on it. Who was that? Uh Oh. Am I on the right track? Yeah, that's not even the guy I thought you would get. Um But that's definitely the guy. Um It's kind of a girl. Give me the initials. I won't even take it. K W. Uh, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Bingo. I'll still give you the bonus question. but Kellen Winslow's Thank number you. one on the list in, in 1981. Kellen yeah, Winslow's so, senior, right? Not junior? Correct. Correct. Is that junior, the one you thought I would get to? No. The one I thought you would get is Shannon Sharp of the Broncos. Oh, fuck. Who's on yeah. there twice. But it's not easy. So Kellen Winslow's number one on the list. He had 13 catches, 144 yards, and five touchdowns one game. Pretty good. He's, he, was end. his with the Saints, too? No, he's a charger. He was a charger. That's right. That's right. All Damn right, it. Yeah. Ah, I had really, it right there. I know, it was I right know. You there. You thought of it. I'll give you half a point. Um, okay. There's really no one else on the list you probably even heard of, or I haven't. Give me some Rich, names. Rich Caster, Jimmy mm-hmm. Giles, and Todd Christensen, and Jimmy Mitchell. All in like 80s No names. chance I was ever getting any of those names. No. I figured you might get three. So, all right. Final bonus question. Okay. Top 10 quarterback performances of all time. Okay. There are two current backup quarterbacks in the NFL who are on the list of top 10 quarterback performances of all time. Name one of them. Uh, Nick Foles. Oh, you got it. Nick Foles. Nick Foles in 2013. His six-touchdown performance. With the Eagles. Eagles. Uh, Seven. You sold him short. Seven. Holy shit. 2013, he had 406 yards and seven touchdowns. It's the fifth best performance of all time. Oh, my God. Uh, Wait, let me think of the other one. Okay. Any chance I got the other one? Maybe. Did he just get signed? Is it not? Is it not Bortles? No, it's a guy that's definitely in the same class as Bortles, though. Like, think of him the same way, probably. Mm, I'm probably just gonna go like Jacoby Brissett. I have no idea. Correct answer: Mitchell Trubisky. Ah, nice. Uh, the tenth best fantasy performance of all time in 2018. Uh, number one, no surprise. Mike Vick for the Eagles against Washington on Monday night. That was disgusting. Other names on here, guys, you might have heard of Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, another Aaron Rodgers, etc. So uh, I'm giving you the points. You win. 
Because you had you, Kellen Noel. Winslow on tip of your tongue, and then you got I had it. Uh, I liked. I you guys obviously can't see this over the recording of our voices, but I was like, I said, "Oh, it's his dad." What's his name? And Noel was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't believe you got there." You did. You got there. Well done. Yeah. Damn it. <clears throat> okay, that has been another episode of the Rookie Show. You can follow us on social media at the Rookie Show. Uh, sorry, Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Where Correct. can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. What can they follow you, Noel? Uh, you can follow me at the Cream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Coin. Believe it or not. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Definitely mm-hmm. use that. Coin Travis Noel. But yeah, Coin Travis Noel. All right, uh, that's going to do it. Who's going to play yeah. us south this week? Um, play us out. Have we ever had No Vacancy play us out? No Vacancy. <laughs> Fucking play us out. Sick. Sick. All right. See you later. See you, everybody. Please. <laughs> Heal me. I'm heart sick. I'm hungry. Love